Last time, party had bid farewell to its cleric, who committed a brave sacrifice to return the young gnome Moira to life. It was hard for everybody, and it was extremely brave of that little halfling. After he departed, Corona appeared, contacted Hardy, and said that the High Priests of the Order of Eden have elected to assist the party by sending along a champion. To which the party was not happy with. (laughs) For some reason, I don't know. They didn't like the idea of getting help. So, Travian... I'd say more Soul was upset. Yeah, no, Soul was upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Petravian arrived and introduced himself to the party. So you guys were going to get back on the Agile and make your way to Daraham, I believe. So the Agile swoops down from the sky. You see Calcutic toss down a rope ladder and wave at the party. Well, I will help Moira off the ladder. All right. So we're going to go ahead and put everyone on the deck of the ship here. All right, I think Hildegard already said her farewells, correct? Not exactly. She wasn't really in a talk. really in the mood. Yeah. Okay. All right. Her farewells were kind of, don't ever come back here again. Not even, like, a kind of, just like, Well, Soul doesn't know that, though. Yeah. No. Well, that's the only one that knows that. All right, that's true. Probably should have told the person who has the bee temple right next to her house. I figured it was probably not a good time to talk about that. It'd be like, by the way, I know we're all going through a hard time. I don't want to have to be the one to say this. But hear me out. But, but by the way, uh, we're never allowed back here ever again, and she hates us. <laughs> she can't possibly hate me. Yeah, you, you guys must be mistaken. <laughs> Gosh, I don't actually know what to do for Sol right now. Well, I, I assume that for most of us, we're still kind of out of it, just kind of like we were in the hut. Mm-hmm. It's a bit shell-shocked. I'm going to just find a corner to huddle up in wood Moira and just, you know, hang out with her. All right. Kalkitik seems interested in this new person and walks up and introduces himself, holds out a little gnome hand to this large, stony-skinned person. Hello! I'm the captain of this here vessel. The name's Kalkitik. Welcome aboard the Agile. Thank you for bringing all this crew to where it needs to be. Why? It's no trouble at all. I mean, I'm I'm being paid fairly well. And, you know, we're trying to make a difference and make the world a better place, right? That's what we all strive to be. Sounds good to me. So, uh, where are you from? Lands far away from here. Oh, that sounds ominous. Hmm. All right. Well, uh, what should I call you? Big guy? Stone face? Petrie. Petrie. All right. Sure. <laughs> well, hey, Petrie, it's good to have you along. Fucking soul calls across the ship. <laughs> if you need anything, the galley's downstairs. You look like you could eat a horse. Help yourself. Thank you. He uh, merrily walks back up to his favorite standing and watching spot on the ship. Vera is going to go up around where the wheel is. Mm-hmm. And just going to be sneaking around watching Petra. You got it. Make a stealth uh, check for me, please. A 27. Petravian, would you mind making a perception check? Sweetin. Come on, Petrie, show us what you got. That is a 21. I don't think with a 20 he could have beaten you. Nope, with that, with that you stealth are roll. Very too sneaky. You are super sneaky. Yeah, that is super sneaky. So you're able to watch Petravian from uh, above without Petravian realizing it. So Petravian, what are you doing on the deck of the ship? Currently he is going through his rather large sack looking for the... Uh, just <laughs> making sure... We're all five. Five-year-olds. We did it. Bunch of five-year-olds. 
His rucksack. How about that? Better believe it's his rucksack. How about, does package work for you? Oh, yeah. Oh, Petravian. Why not just bag? <laughs> really? Oh, satchel. Satchel. Attaché. Backpack. His fanny pack. Pack. That's fine, too. Anyways. Yeah. I'm sorry. So, you're going through your rucksack? Yes. And what are you looking for? Um, uh, just making sure everything's in order, and he's going to be standing guard. Well, you open up your rucksack and find it empty. Fudge. You have no other items other than the equipment you're wearing. Well, that's what I mean. My equipment was going to be inside the sack. Oh, you're not wearing your shit? No, not at this very second, no. Oh, weird. Okay, well in that case... You're naked? You, you look in your rucksack and you see all of your other gear. So I'm going to go ahead and unequip all your stuff. I didn't okay. realize it was unequipped. Please make sure to equip that if we go into battle. Of course. There you go. Equip it before we go into battle. You have all yeah. of your stuff in a bag. Then I'm going to start walking through the ship, essentially inspecting everything. Okay, cool. And then he is going to make his way towards, he's to assume the room that they were in. And then, not to be a, a schmuck, I'm going to have him then don all his armor. I don't know how long that takes. I figured he'd be coming in without his armor on and then armor up when he had a moment. Okay, make another perception check. Yes, sir. And Vera as well. Come on, sneaky snoo. What's she going to do? Oh. oh, damn. All right. Petravian got oh. a 22 and Vera got a 21. So, Petravian, as you're walking into the room, you notice that at the edge of your vision behind you, you see Vera. I'm not in the room. Well, no, I understand. I'm saying as you were in oh, transit. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. You notice Vera creeping, like, after you a little bit. You get the idea that Vera is following you, probably to keep an eye on you. Right before going into the room, I give, like, a little smirk and then close the door behind me. Cocky bitch. <laughs> I'm just seeing if I can hear anything inside the... Okay. You hear the sound of metal plates, buckles, leather belts being fastened. Kinky. It's the, the sound of someone donning armor. Not as kinky. <laughs> I mean, it can be. That's what you're into. Mm-hmm. You into plate play? Oh my. <laughs> Wow. There's two kinds of that, and one of them is a lot more dangerous than the other. I'll let you be the judge of which. Oh boy, is that actually a thing? Did I accidentally what? say of a Of course thing? there is. Of course it's a thing. Oh boy. Alright, so anyone else doing anything in the time being? After a little while of listening, Vera will probably go into making more of the tea. Okay. Yeah. What time of day is it? It's 1pm. Did we tell Cal where we're going? Yeah, yeah, he knows where you're going. Okay. Oh yeah, I I I'm sorry, what did you say? What? Did you did you say something about stops, Lavette? I mean... No. Were you listening to me? I listened to everything. Do you see how large my... Are you got ears? That doesn't mean I'm always listening on everything you're talking about. You don't have large ears. You're very small. I mean, especially if we're talking about, like, overall surface area of the ears. Mm-hmm. Because then Soul's ears are like... She starts doing math on her fingers. They're like eight times larger than your ears. Thank you, Karis. Okay, well, still, the size of yell does not equal quality of healing. You're welcome, Sol. Sol just puts a little dancing light on Karis's nose as a little thank you. Turns back to Levette. Anyways, Please. we cannot stop. Oh, why? Uh, I have been yelled at by my mother and Corona. 
and Corona told me that Glarv is on the move now, and we have no time to waste. Corona yelled at you? Soul's ears droop, and they look at the ground, floor, deck, thing. Yeah, we'll go with deck. Oh, I'm sorry. We don't need to make this stop, so it's just while we are in V, I know how fast she moves. I thought you would want to see Siva as well. Uh, Soul looks really conflicted. <laughs> but we don't have to make any stops. We can keep going. We just can't. Well, that you made a lot of friends. I do. Hell, really something, huh? Wait, I mean, not all the people on this ship. Some of them are just backhands, but I mean, it was definitely different from the old days. Yeah, I mean, back in the old days, you you could barely have a conversation with two people in a day. <laughs> yeah, I thought I that. She ruffles your hair. Oh, oh! <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> the friends, damn it! Don't be like that. Okay. You ready? You ready for the platonic hand holding? Because it'll happen too. <laughs> hand holding, how lewd! Oh. There's going to definitely be a lot of that for sure. So before I forget, I was thinking of working on something uh, for Vela while we are on this trip, and I thought you could help me out with it. What is it? So you have the ability to magically disguise yourself. I can take other people's identities. Was that the only method? Uh, I think I gave you my disguise kit. Wait, I, I mean... I don't have any magic disguises other than taking someone's identity. Alright, never mind. I can go really fast. Okay, that's cool. Uh, it's not really... I, I, the thing I was going to build was going to use a bit of that sort of magic and uh, I think some mirrors, but it doesn't... I don't think we have the ability to produce that. Soul shrugs. Meanwhile, below decks... Petravian walks out of the hold there and is now wearing full plate mail. Vera is pretending to be fully focused on making this tea. Okay. I'm going to roll a bluff check. Petravian comes over and says, might I have some of that tea? Are you feeling sick as well? Not particularly. I just like tea. Well, if you insist, would you mind giving the other to Karis? Not at all. And I'll hand Petra the tea. Two bottles of it. You get two vessels of ginger tea. Thank you, Vera. Of course. You missed the opportunity to say thank you very much. You I chose not to. <laughs> I literally... Did you, do you hear my pauses? I literally didn't... I chose not to do that. <laughs> it was there. That was the it was low, there. It was there. It was very... You're absolutely right. Very low-hanging fruit. It was, but you did it. Is what you're telling me, every time Screwy pauses, a pun goes to heaven? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Every time Screwy yes. pauses, a pun dies. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Anyways. Alright, so Petravian heads back up the stairs and goes back onto the deck. Miss Karis. Oh, uh, hi. Uh, I, have we had a chance to really introduce ourselves yet? No, not yet. I'm I'm Karis. Uh, I've been traveling with this group for a, a little while now. Um, you said your name is Petravian? You, you may call me Petra. Oh, uh, okay. Hi, Petra. Um, is, is that for me? Yes, Miss Vera gave me some tea for you. Oh, she's the best. Isn't she? Karis takes one of the vessels of ginger tea from you, blows on it. Petravian's going to make his way towards the top deck. All right. So you keep an eye on everything. Cool. Creepy. Soul has been like 
glaring at him the entire time. <laughs> oh, he notices. He just has a kind smile. Even not smile, suspicious. Not <laughs> smile, but just peaceful. He has a friendly peaceful affect. Yeah. There you go. I've met deceivers before. So, it's it's not his fault. What are you talking about? It's I see the way you look at him, and it's not his fault. It's Corona's. It's mine. What? No, honey, no, no sweetness. I can Don't see. Don't think the, about it that way. But I can see that you you're blaming him for what happened, and he wasn't even there. I'm not blaming him for what happened. I'm just upset that he's with us. She kind of like shoots you a quizzical look. Oh, really? Yeah. Corona's mad at me because I didn't go fast enough. And so this guy gets thrown on us, and that's great. It's good to be helped. I mean... I'm very happy. You guys helped me, and I'm grateful for it. I... Isn't that kind of the same thing? It's just seeing those symbols in his eyes. Every way I look at him, I just get reminded, and I don't want to think about it at all. Hmm. I kind of get what you mean. Maybe we could ask him to... Cover the symbols up? I don't know. Maybe not. Once I can trust him, maybe we can have a conversation, but I don't know, he's kind of spooky. He certainly is kind of the the monosyllabic type, isn't he? Yeah. But I feel like that kind of fits for a Earth Genasi, you know? I've never met one before. I've only read about him, but he kind of fits the bill for a stereotypical one. Karis nods. Of course, Soul isn't being discreet at all while talking. Like, it's definitely glances back at him while whispering about like, this. Is this high school? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is two teenagers talking, of course. Karis takes a long sip of the ginger tea. Is there anything from Petra in the room at all? No. Okay. So Vera stops rummaging around in the room. <laughs> <laughs> is, is the floor still stained? I think they got rid they of cleaned it. They cleaned it up. I know they quickly. cleaned it, but I didn't know if there were any stains. Did they fix the mirror yet? No. The pieces that fell out of the mirror have been disposed of. Like, the broken mirror is still hanging there. I assume they took out the mirror and put it in the window. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mirror will uh, head back up. All right. Petra is standing there with the head of the hammer on the ground, and he just has his hand on the pommel, and he's just sipping the tea. It's a good view from up there. Although it is kind of weird having your feet off the ground. I can imagine. Petra looks to Calcutic and, and asks, How does this fly? Oh, well, that's kind of a complicated question. Mostly it's uh, some various some various magics and enchantments and engines that we've got running in here. There's, uh, and he goes on to explain enchantments weaved into the sails and the masts of the ship that allow the sails to carry the weight of the ship over the air. He gets uh, overly technical. If you wouldn't mind, make a Knowledge Arcana check. I don't have Knowledge Arcana. Oh, in that case, make an Intelligence check. Oh, okay. That'd be three. Wow. Alright, his explanation very quickly goes over your head, and you just kind of lose focus on what he says. Just Um, smile, nod, tea. tea. (laughs) Vera's gonna go over to Levette's side. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Levette, do you have, perchance, any way of messaging long distances? I'm devising a device for that, but it is not complete yet. Hmm. 
we really should get a message to Moira's mother. Basically. As soon as possible. Soul's listening. Uh, I have as my balance at least to take care of her, make sure that she's safe and okay. I I don't know how real say we yet will get, but hopefully they can do something. I have a question. Is Vera wearing a hood currently? Yes. Okay. Uh, It'll you... take a while for Vera to work up to yeah, yeah, wearing yeah. that. Like, yeah. Okay. Has Moira introduced herself to you yet? She is not. Okay. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. In that case, uh, Moira will take the opportunity to walk over and hold out a little gnomey hand at you. Sort of cheerfully introduce herself as Moira. Moira O'Brien. Hello. I'm Vera. Vera Vested. Well, that's a nice name. Thank you. So how did you meet old Olivette here? She says as she elbows Levette. Well... The vet stopped me from retrieving money from Soul over there. Soul awkwardly waves across the ship. We went into the Deadlands together. Oh, wow. I've read about that place. It's really dangerous. Yeah, it wasn't great. Um, not many good experiences in the Deadlands. Came up with a good song there. Sure. Got some cigars. <laughs> and some weird fetishy books about dinosaurs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Still canon. Mm-hmm. Still canon. All these well, sessions later. We don't have them anymore, I'm pretty sure. The no, you, got, you gave them... That makes a lot of noise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How are you doing, Moira? Um, it's really strange. It's like I woke up from a dream, and everything is so colorful. And I feel whole for, like, the first time ever. It's, it's hard to explain. Beaming at that. Question. How uh, much of... Marcus, did the council know or even convey to Petra? Probably a standard amount, as in they knew that there was a cleric of Eden okay. on the team. How much of Marcus's story did Marcus convey to them? Well, I know he sent the message to Zell. To Zell, and then right. what has happened to him since what he found out to Corona. Okay. So I would say that anything you told Corona would be information that would have been passed on to... To Petra. To Petra, yeah. Okay. As preparatory information. Okay. Wait, does that mean that Petra knows about Melifera? Yeah, how much has Petra been prepped on the rest of us is my question. (laughs) Sneaking commences. (laughs) (laughs) The entire party starts to sneak. (laughs) (laughs) Myra's just looking around an empty deck and is like, where, where is everyone? It's Elder Scrolls thinking we all just crouch and become invisible. Hell yeah. <laughs> Must have what? been the wind. I was about to say that <laughs> shit. Uh. So Moira takes the time to kind of introduce herself to you, Vera, and kind of explain a bit about her childhood with Levette and how she thinks it's really great that Levette actually managed to get some friends. <laughs> She backhandedly insults her friend through the entire conversation. I don't know if Moira's actually a good friend right now. Okay, whatever. Well, she's just really proud of Levette. Sure. Yeah. You, you know the standard. You knew well. Because, like, the Levette that she knew was, you know, super introverted and had difficulty handling anything. So, and, you know, now now she sees this new Levette that's wearing, like, very, like... Ostentatious clothing. It's not the word I would have used. <laughs> I was going to say loud. <laughs> I don't know what's worse. Uh, no, wearing, wearing much more extreme clothes. Much less subdued stuff. 
and has a lot more confidence and abilities than before. She's, she's kind of impressed. When you go through a vampire sewer and start shooting vampires, it's you should get more impressive. Oh, wow. that's the thing we did. We all fought vampires? We fought a vampire. We fought other vampires. Multiple. I had to cut their heads off. That's true. Four Karis. Jeez. Love you. I take out my bottle of Warren. <laughs> that was a vampire. Moira is just wide-eyed in awe of all of you right now. So yeah, this is Bella. She's really cool. She's very strong. Yeah. Like can can I touch your arms? Um, I'd prefer if you don't. She doesn't like being touched. Okay. So just wow, that's muscle definition. She is strong. Vera is definitely <laughs> weirded out by this. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> like worrisome look. <laughs> she <laughs> she takes a step towards Soul. Soul like apparently retreats twenty feet away. <laughs> I only listen when necessary. To get an evasive maneuver. Yeah. This is okay. She's already met me. Well, so it's great too. These people are all great. Yeah, you've you've done a really great job. You found some really amazing people. So what's what's gonna happen to me? I have an idea actually. Soul approaches the group. Grab <laughs> <clears throat> Moira by the hand as Soul gets I mean closer. I'm I'm not really you know I, I, I just I read books, you know? Like I don't really Yeah. I can't fight vampires and do anything like that. That's where my plan comes in. Okay, ready? Are you ready? We're all going to Daraham, and then I pay Cal, like, 30 gold, and he takes you back to the Steam Isle. Ta-da! Have you talked to Kai? Can you think about this? You think he's going to deny money? No, it's not a lot of money. Okay, so remember when I made a young boy faint because I gave him 100 gold? Kai, you think he's not that young boy? Cow! Uh, you think on the ship. Cow! He's in is walking down the stairs toward you. Oh, yes, Sol. What can I do for you? When we get back to Dereham, how much take that girl back to the Steam Isle? Oh, that, that girl there? Yeah. Take her back to the Steam Isle? Yeah. Aboard this ship? Yeah. That's a three-day journey. Yeah. And what if something happened? What if you're the one at or something like that? So I'll just looks over bored. Well, <laughs> I mean, to charter the ship for, for, well, it would be three days to travel there, and then I would have to travel back to dock. So we're talking about a six-day round trip. Yeah. So a six-day charter would be... Hmm, hmm, hmm. He starts to do some maths in his head, trying to figure out fuel costs. Fuel? Mm-hmm. Fuel. Yeah, fuel costs. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, wait a minute. They're using slave labor. Right. Fuel. Enslaved yeah. magic. Yeah. Enslaved <clears throat> magic. Yeah. He says he could do that. Normally, it would cost him a certain amount, but you know what? Since you've been such a good friend and traveler, he'll cut you all a deal, and he'll say he'll do it for 300 gold. Okay. How about that, Lovett? Well, you could come with a smile. I would keep you safe. You're gonna get her cut. Uh, I mean, I'm not really cut out for this kind of life, Levette. I'm not. I'm not really an adventurer. It wasn't easy. It just happened overnight. 
All right, but if she dies, it's not my fault. All right, I'm going to pause real quick here. I'm going to pause real quick. Peeling back the curtains here slightly, the sticky curtain. Hold on. Sticky curtain peeled back. Moira is a level zero expert. Oh, dear. So, unless there's something I'm missing about her character, she was pretty much just a person who really enjoyed reading. Yes. She has zero applicable like life skills or abilities of any kind. And she's going to have probably five hit points. She's okay. real squishy. I, I'm real aware of all this. I'm just, <laughs> just role playing it out. No, I, I understand. I'm just letting you know that, like, from a game gameplay standpoint, she is. I'm very, really, I'm very prepared squishy. to shell out some serious money if it's what it takes. Though. I mean, like, if if she's like, oh, I want to go along, then I have backup plans to make her less squishy. Okay. Oh my, if Moira had touched my arm, she would have died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just feel like if I mean that's true for most of us. Karis, touch her. <laughs> oh my god! I feel like if, 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 oh my if god. Petra farted in the wrong direction, she'd die. <laughs> <laughs> just push. Wee! <laughs> Back to before the interruption on my part. All right. Seriously, what? what? I don't want just... to let no. Let me let me get my sight. Okay, I don't understand half of that. I don't want her to get my sight. I don't. What if something happens when I'm gone and I can't do anything about it? What if something happens on your watch? I I I, I won't. I'm gonna go talk to Archie. Lavette. Yes. Moira like grabs onto your arm. I I should probably go back. I'd like to see my mom again. Uh oh, spaghettios. See, that is what I'm thinking. As soon as she walks up into her town, everybody's like, Mimic! Oh my god. That's Just not saying. entirely a bad idea either. Oof. Just Ooh. saying. Oh man. The only we problem is, Petra may not know that. No, I'm just saying... But, as me, well, that me, probably not, would know that. Petra wouldn't know that, but me me personally, he I'd be like... just saying um, as a player. Yeah, that's as a player, fair. That's like, fair. But everyone else had conveniently forgotten. Exactly. I mean, Vera hasn't seen a Mimic so. I've been touched by one. I love that show. That's one of my favorite TV shows from from like <laughs> old ABC. I want to see the intro to Touch by Mimic. Okay, anyway, so Moira is kind of hanging on Lavette's arm, and it's like I I want to see my mom again. I'm I'm sure she's been worried like crazy or grief stricken. I, I I don't even know how to think about this. She was doing quite bad when we she wasn't retreat. <laughs> And when Vera's saying that, she has her arm on her other arm and, like, wobbling her arm. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm not sure how you fixed it, but I felt like I was in that coma for a long time. I like to fix the coma a few months ago. I came back for you, and uh, it turned out the device was sabotaged. What? Yes, but I didn't really make Damn it. Damn the Amorises! It must have been them. I don't, I don't know. That's the twin assholes, right? Oh, the ones that like each other? She nods and goes, wait, what? What? Nothing? <clears throat> what are you doing, Paris? How are you doing, Paris? <laughs> Love what oh. you're doing with your hair. <laughs> oh, thank you. I was trying something new. Oh, that's good. You look good. You always look good. She blushes. I don't know what to say. Thank you? <laughs> she, yeah, thanks. Thanks. Sorry. Sorry. No, you're good. So anyway. Why <laughs> Yellow? 
Are you aware that you have not been alive for the last several months? I thought. She pinches her hand. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm alive. You're all alive now. And I'm pretty sure I was in a coma, because I was dreaming, like, the whole time. Wait, what? You believe me? Yeah, I was dreaming, like, the whole time. It was crazy. Tell me about the dreams. Um, what do I do? want to know? Like, they didn't always make sense. I mean, a lot of it was just, like, seeing weird places and talking to weird people and stuff like that. Uh, Not much of it made sense, and it's all kind of, like, fading from my mind, actually. It's weird. It's already really fuzzy, thinking back on it. Huh. She kind of, like, blinks a few times and kind of looks a little confused. Hmm. You ever wake up from a dream and, and you have it sort of on the tip of your tongue, but you just, you can't quite remember the details anymore? What color eyes does Moira have? Blue. Light blue. They're Marcus's eyes. I want to die. <laughs> All these fucking blue-eyed people. <laughs> they're closer well, to soul dragon. than Marcus's. Oh, they're more teal? Yeah, they're more teal. Um, they're not quite the same color, but yeah. Petravian has been sort of listening in and just was hearing the end of that part of the conversation, the dreaming portion. Soul looks up behind them to see him. Excuse me? Hello. Hi. Do you need something? Not currently. Soul takes a step away from him. Soul just backed up against this wall of the ship. <laughs> you bump into Moira, who falls off the ship. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> well, um... Yeah, that's really weird. I suddenly can't remember the details anymore. Huh. Why do you ask? I mean, normally people don't really care about dreams because they're kind of nonsensical, right? Dreams are important. You think so? so? Oh, it depends on the dream. If it's just like a regular dream, it's not really that important. Isn't it just your mind, like, sorting information out? Yeah, that's what I've always been. Well, unless someone's communicating with you. It's just the... Wait, y'all, wait. I go places in my dreams. You dream? Is that because you're an elf? I thought you don't see soul shrugs. Well, that's interesting. I mean, hopefully soon I'll be able to talk to my children. You you can talk to people in your dreams? Well, I think once they're about, like, a year in growth, I can talk to them. Uh, you... uh, but I have to, like, read more about it. I don't know too much. Uh, I don't follow. What do you, what do you mean? Uh, I'm going to be pregnant for two years. Wait, you're, you're pregnant? Yes. And you're an adventurer? Soul bites their lip. Yes. Wow. That's really impressive. Yeah, the plan is to not be an adventurer soon, so... Oh. I mean, are you looking forward to your retirement? Uh, I'm ecstatic. A grimace smile appears. Bluff check. Okay. Are are we (laughs) sure we want to play that game? I just got a... I don't know, I just got a really good sense motive, so... 19. Nice. Uh, huh. I'm I'm sorry, I didn't mean to bring up anything that was hurtful. I'm not hurt. Who's hurt? You're hurt. (laughs) Never mind. Congratulations, I I guess. It's just complicated. I I can explain to you later. (laughs) You have to see Kenny's face over here. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like it that Levette would explain it, but I don't want to talk about it. Well, the reason Levette said that she would explain it later is so she can get okay on what she can say and what she can't say. Soul's just making, like, a scrunch-up face. 
doesn't matter. She's we're not taking her to another world. Let's just say that. Yeah, I don't. Wow. Another world. I wonder what it'll be like. I'm sure it's horrible. You'll have to tell me all about it when you get back from that. I will. I wanted to show you so many places. We've seen the Emerald Forest and the Red Plains. Wow. Is it true that centaurs live there? They do. And they are quite beautiful. And, uh, we have made good friends with one of them. Wow. Emphasis on one. <laughs> you made friends with a centaur? One yes, friend. wonderful. But all the, the books I've read said that they're all sort of gruff and intimidating. Most of them are. But she is special. So what is it that you want to do, Moira? Oh, me? I mean, I think I'd just like to get home and see Mom again. Let her know that I'm okay. And maybe figure out if I can get back into school. I mean, uh, I, I never did get my degree. Yes, that's something I should mention right off the bat. I didn't finish. Well, I'm not doing school anymore. They what? kicked me out. They kicked you out? Yes. For what? You were one of the most brilliant engineers in the class. I, I hurt you pretty bad. They kicked you out because of me? Not because it's, it wasn't your fault. It was my fault. No, it was the O'Morrises. She stomps her foot. Well, I don't know. Maybe I should have seen that coming. When I see those two, I'm going to give them such a piece of my mind. I don't uh, even know if they're alive. Yeah, <laughs> I thought Charles still doing too well. I'm not sure if you're going to see them. Weren't they the ones that were trying to attack us when we left? I don't even know what that was. There was two very small. Those are robots, young. though. Yeah, but the two of them look kind of different. So. Yeah, there's all robots, shapes, and sizes. That's cool. Well, like I said, when I see those two, I'm going to give them a piece of my mind. Oh, I'm glad you just don't see something anywhere to be seen. Soul, Soul. Yeah? Don't you have a long-distance communication? Don't you? Why do you ask? Well, we should probably either let Levette's parents know, or Moira's mother know that... Yes, I have one. Can you do that? Soul walks over and presents a scroll of sending to Levette. Are you sure what's this? No, just take it before I change my mind. Okay, I'll take it. Alright, you hand over the scroll of sending to Levette. I'm not sure who to send this to. I don't think it would be very wise to send it to Mario's mother right now. Why? Then just send it to your... What? What's wrong with mom's? Ooh. She didn't take what happened in the academy very well. Is she okay? What happened? She seemed very distressed when you were dead. Yeah. Might need some hair treatments. Hair? Oh no, I need to get home. You do. I need to get home now. We can't get you home right now. Yeah, the world's kind of at stake, so... She sits down on the deck and puts her head in her hands. It's okay, boy. Oh no. Whoops. Oh, there you go, Levette. Have fun talking to your parents. Love you. Oh my god. <laughs> well, yeah, you're going to be okay. In my culture, they call that a dick move. Y- yeah, I just. I, I didn't think that I was gone for that long, and it just. Oh, just a couple months. I just thought I was asleep. It, it felt like I was asleep. It didn't help? She shakes her head. Leo no, brings. I just remember going to sleep and then. And then a lot of weird stuff, and now I'm here, you know? But like I said, all that 
All that middle stuff's already really fuzzy. I see. Well, if you can remember anything about it, let me know, I guess. I guess I remember, like, swimming in a big pool. Swimming in a big pool? Something like that, yeah. I was swimming in the big pool. Okay. That's different than what I was expecting. Okay. Swimming or bathing? What? Does that make a difference? Yes. Swimming. I'm curious. Yes, I don't think I was bathing. I remember my feet couldn't touch the bottom, and I just kept treading water, and there was like a light, and there was a, like a strong current. At this point, so I'll make a perception check. Okay. Ooh, Ooh, 18. That's not good. It's good enough. Karis is making eyes at you to try to get your attention, have you walk away. So walks back with Karis? She's like, walks back with you and kind of whispers, I think I know what she's talking about. Go for it. Tell me. When when I, you know, kind of died, that's yeah. that was that, that first place I told you about. That, that vortex? Yeah. Yeah, that's sort of what it looks like. like that's, that's kind of how I would describe it, sort of. I see. I think she might have... She might be remembering some of the afterlife. I thought when spirits got eaten that they don't go to the afterlife. She shrugs. I'm not sure. Maybe part of her did. So, how much of this Moira is, you know, Moira? I have no idea. If she remembers the afterlife, it means that Marcus must not have eaten the whole thing. Does this change anything? Soul looks distraught. What? Is it it because I said his name? Sorry. Um, Um, I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay, it's okay. I, um, I think I'm just gonna have a hard time with it for a while. She nods. I'll try not to use his name anymore. Thanks. Um, let's just keep an eye on Moira, though. Yeah. Do you think there's something wrong with her? Do you think she's lying to us? I'm not sure. Okay. I was never ever sure if, you know, he was always telling the truth or not. So maybe my gut says something's wrong, but I just don't know what it is. You know? Yeah. I'll, I'll keep my eyes open, okay? Thank you, Paris. Yeah. It's no problem. Hey. Yeah? You're amazing and a great hard worker. I want you to know that. I I don't think I deserve that, okay? Okay. She has, like, a a look of tremendous guilt on her face. I'm sorry, Karis. I still don't blame you. Just so you know. She nods, but doesn't say anything. Alright. Then we go back to the conversation. And so no one brought the mushroom man outside, and uh, he was a buddy, right? We thought he's, he's going to go great, but no, he lit on fire, and yeah. he was, like, burning away. He was burning, and then that exhaust valve blew out and, like, sprayed half the street. What it, is Vera's expression? Just blank. It sprayed, like, half the street with exhaust fumes, and, like, some of the people smelled them and passed out, and we just... oh. I laughed so hard, I passed yeah. out. She passed out, yeah, it was actually oh. pretty bad, but we had to take her into an infamily. Yeah, it was kind of scary, actually, now that I think about that part. Wow. But yeah, we were up to some hijinks back in the day. Yeah, we were. Callie's and I get little hijinks now. Oh, yeah? Wait, uh... She seems kind of distant, to be honest. She's, um, she's your friend, though? She's very important to me. Oh, wow. Well, then... If she's a friend of yours, she'll be a friend of mine. I hope so. She walks over and introduces herself to Karis immediately. Oh. 
Axel was watching Petrie for a while, but now since Moira's been talking about dream stuff, Sol's been not glaring, but watching Moira. What is Petrie doing? He is just absorbing and listening to all these conversations. He's trying to be as unobtrusive as possible. I mean, for a seven foot one mountain. Of a sack. Of a sack. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, slightly. No, you're not. No, no you're not. It's okay. No. You're not. Mira's just going to botch in Petra. So that's the smart move. I am the small guy. Alright, so Moira and Karis? So Moira and Karis are having a, a short little conversation, and Moira, like, holds her hand out to shake Karis's hand. Karis holds both their hands up as, like, a no thank you kind of gesture, and they sort of exchange pleasantries. Karis just looks extremely uncomfortable the whole time. Moira kind of picks up on that and uh, eventually sort of just backs away after apologizing for talking. He goes back over the bed. I don't think she likes me. What? I, mm. I think she's just in the mood. I, I hope so. I don't know. She seems kind of off, you know? What is it? Uh, she, she's had their help. They've going up. Even compelled to us. I don't know. I think she could use some time in the sun. Maybe. But... Oh. Uh, she's also as thankful as that in the future. She's very brilliant, so. Mm. Make a sense motive. Mm. <gasps> Jealousy, maybe? Mm, not very good at that. That's a ten. Yeah, you don't pick up on anything. Nope. So she sort of just kind of fumes for a little bit, but doesn't go into any detail. Yeah, she just kind of pouts as she looks out over the edge of the ship. Are you okay, Moira? Yeah, I'm I'm fine. Okay. I just, I feel like I need to get home, you know? Okay. Wait, we do what we can to get you home. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm feeling kind of tired. Is it okay if I go and lay down? Oh, yeah, of course. Are you you're blazing okay? But in blazing in our window, you know, deep less. Don't do foul. What? I can show her to the room if you need oh. me to. Yeah, that'd be fine. Is that okay, Lava? Sure. Is yeah. Hey, you want me to go with you? Oh, I'm I'm just gonna take a nap. It's no big deal. Okay. Come on, Bunny. This way. And so leads Moira down to the gallery. Right this way, Bunny. Uh, just around this corner. Into the murder room. <laughs> In this room right here. This is where we all sleep together. Thanks. You're, you've been really nice to me. Thank you. Uh, I have? I think so. I, I I just... I just want you to know I'm I'm not trying to intrude on anything, okay? I just... I just oh, like to get home. I'm not worried about that. I want you to go home, too. Well... Thanks for showing me the, where the room is. You're welcome. Sleep tight, Bunny. Thanks. She gets into one of the hammocks. Sol kind of stands in the doorway looking for a second, but won't go in. And they close the door. <sighs> and they go up to the deck again. She's all tucked in and cozy now. Hopefully some rest will do her good. I'm sure whatever happened was an experience. And sleep is good. Yeah. Yeah, probably some kind of trauma. I mean, yeah. Dying and come back is never easy. I would have thought she had slept enough, but uh, I suppose not. Karis takes a long sip of her ginger tea. Maybe she was not feeling well from the ride. I suppose. Well, what's the plan now? Oh, we're going to Dareham. We're going to talk to Matilda, and we're going to another world. Should we be on Dareham 
Could we at least speak the book, if possible? If you need to. On the other hand, the money that my parents gave us, we should get ready for the worst. So let's have as many strong and powerful things on us as possible, guys. Wait, wait, I mean, there's not. I have some ideas of what can help me. All right. This is honestly close to a suicide mission, but... Wait, what? No. It's it's not anything like that. We're going to succeed. We should be propelled for the worst. We've gone through too much to die now. I've gone through too much to die again. Alright? <laughs> oh. We're going to make it. Poor coughs. Look, the world ends if we don't succeed, so we have to. Plain and simple. If we don't succeed, the end of the world won't really be something we know about. But that's what I'm propelled to go into. Soul glances over at Patra. Are, Are you, you willing to die? I'm prepared. Eden knows me and welcomes me. Oh, we've gone through some of your kind already. Yeah, I've heard it before. We'll tell you right here now, Eden, it doesn't work like that. Whatever you have been told, she can't just save you. You'll have to save yourself. No, I understand that. Eden knows me and welcomes me. I'm prepared to die. Are you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. I've been lady for a while. I mean, I kind of am. Karis. She she says with like a stupid smirk. Just because you died once. Come on. <laughs> I mean, it, it was a joke. It's because of the... Never mind. She realizes Petra what says, she was about to mention and realizes that she's in mixed oh! company and immediately stops talking. Petra says, I like this one. Don't touch her. Yeah, please, but not. It's both for your safety and also just, you know, don't <laughs> As you wish. Soul's going mama bear right now. Puffed out chest, arms crossed. Oh, I, that, I, I, I have that visual, and I love it. You have nothing to fear from me. I disagree. Well, what I was we sent have? you to protect you. That is all I was told. And how are you going to do that, exactly? If we don't want to be bringing any dead weight into a penalty, what is it that you do? Petra takes the rather large hammer and... Asks Lovette, you are rather small, but I see you carry good company. Yeah, the big guy is not like so small. We've only got one big guy. And he's about Archie as big as they come. He's incredible. He is a marvelous piece of machinery. Thank you. But he is much but machinery. Excuse me? What happens if you die? What did you just say about Archie? He is but machinery. What happens if you die? You tell him, buddy. Hey, I can understand uh, it. What uh, did Archie say? Hold on, hold on. I'll, I'll, I'll get it. <laughs> I have more personality than you, stone skin. Jesus Christ! I'm gonna assume that was something derogatory, but my statement stands. Lavette, what happens if you die? What happens to Archie? Well, actually, no, but presumably, is as you stated, as a piece of machinery. But Archie has his own pals, and he should be fine. I don't know, he seems pretty... He seems pretty fine on his own. Seems? There's no room for seems. I was sent here to protect all of you, and that is my mission. That is my sacred duty. Yeah, you kind of sound like you're threatening us right now. Also, I don't really get how you're going to back set up if you think Archibald can't. He's going to protect me. We've got some tricks up to our sleeves. Archie nods. Listen, I'm not going to say no to extra help on this. A 
parent suicide mission. <laughs> I don't think it's a suicide mission. I think he cares. You're welcome, sir. Just know that we'll be watching, Petra. You have to earn our trust, plain and simple. They warned me. They warned you. Hmm. They did? Great. I'm so glad they're watching us. Feels so safe. What makes you assume they're watching? <laughs> Why would someone suddenly have a glowing walnut to tell me that you're coming and then make you appear? Of course they're watching. So many people are watching us constantly, I'm pretty sure at this point. I at least know of two. Wait, I thought we got the Apex. Yeah. You know, we also have a shadow from Dereham. And, well, usually Hildy's scrying us. I don't think she is right now, but... Oh, yeah, I should probably tell you about something she told me. What? She doesn't exactly want us coming back, so... What? Why? She seemed fine when I was talking to her. Like, hugs and everything. She's not fine. Well, I mean, but she... She didn't tell me not to come back. Wait. She says, yeah, I not. And I'm not sure if it is literal, but uh, I would probably assume it is. Soul looks at the deck. You give long enough that maybe you can, you know, maybe she'll stop feeling that or are you still around? That I hope she'll being. give me a second chance. Because I didn't want it. What? I didn't want any of that to happen. So she shouldn't blame me. But so we have not as a choice. There was always a choice. I'm not sure if we made the right one anymore. We did. Soul looks hurt by Vera. We did not make the easy choice, but we made the realistic one. If if Marcus had eaten Moira's soul like we thought, she would have never seen the vortex, right? So what? Wait, what? Listen, when Karis died, she saw a vortex. Moira was describing when she was having her dream that she was at the Vortex. That's at least what Karis told me. I mean, it makes sense to me based on what she said. But Hildy got expected. How... No. Hildy killed... We did... We could have... I mean, we could have found a different way to do that. If that's all we needed. We talked about it. We talked about what you needed. I just... I don't know if... What we put into Moira is all that's in there. You're saying there's more Moira out there? No, no, I'm saying maybe there wasn't enough Moira to fill it up, so something else got in there too. Something else? I don't know, something that would have had memories of the Vortex. What about Galvin Shortfeather? Kara shrugs. Maybe? Look, I just... I have no good things to say about this, so... I'll just be quiet. And I'll watch. I'll do the same. Show? Callis. Yeah. But are you lady? Are you glad that we ever I mean I I suppose I don't think I didn't it think it would be so hard. I mean I you don't understand what it was like. The the potion it forced it forced Marcus out of his body and then then my turn was to extract Moira out of him and it it tore him apart I tore him apart Soul's got their hand over their mouth and they're looking away it's not at all what I thought it would have been like I didn't really want to have to talk about this in front of everyone guys but a lot of people have been telling me as I said not to blame myself and I know it does not work so I won't tell you that 
I, I don't know exactly how you feel, but I understand how it feels to feel responsible for the death of someone you really care about. And I know that I'm not going to say anything that really makes her go away, but it really, this was not your fault. And She's just staring daggers at you. And you have a lot to live for, and a lot, we have a lot we have to do, so I just don't want this to tell you about. She closes her eyes, takes a deep breath, and I'm going to roll and I'm going to see how mature she is. <laughs> you can visibly see her biting her lip to prevent herself from talking, and she says nothing. Hmm. Right. Sorry if you didn't feel that, but too bad you are not. I think I need to go lay down as well. Soul moves out of the way so that you can go upstairs. Mm-hmm. And apparently Karis really avoids Leva. <laughs> Like going to the other side of the ship. Do you believe that? Telling me I shouldn't feel guilty. It's easy for her to say. She got everything she wanted. She didn't have to lift a damn finger. (laughs) Spill the tea, Karen! She's got her hands on the edge of the ship, and she's got, like, white knuckles from how tightly she's gripping the sides of the boat. She looks super pissed. Look... I won't 100% know how you feel, but I agree with you. It's ridiculous. (sighs) How can she say I'm not responsible? I literally killed him. Look, Lovette has a habit of putting everything on herself. Well, it's stupid. It's a stupid habit. I'm there with you. Are you okay, Karis? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I'm just dandy. Okay, and then after you're fine, do you want to talk about it? Or do you want to just see him? She kind of sighs. I'll talk about it. Okay. Thank thank you, Soul. I just... I'm sorry. I, I really hate it when people tell me that I'm not at fault for something that I did. As if it wasn't my own choice and my own responsibility that I need to take. <sighs> no, I, I... I actually really get it. With, with the Garb situation and stuff. A lot of that. I, thought, I mean... Didn't he, like, cause you to speak without wanting to? Like, it's not your fault that he, like... Yeah, but I left home. ...used, like, mental domination stuff on you. Yeah, it was really gross. Uh, I hate him, and I want him to die really badly. And that's where we're gonna go kill him. Yeah, you're right. We're gonna fuck his ass up. Uh, not like, um, mm. Her face flushes. Um... We're gonna kill him really hard. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah. I was told to get better at speeches, and I'm just flubbing this. Um, she starts giggling. <laughs> I actually had a question for you. What? What's up? Um, you know, we've talked a couple of times about how you don't have uh, figures in your life that... Figures? I was wondering if I could adopt you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Damn. <laughs> she just starts laughing. Look, oh, come on! I mean, Soul, I... Look, Soul, you're great. You're... Honestly, you're, you're more like a big sister to me than... Adopting me, like, implies you'd be like my parent I could be a good parent! We're like the same age. Don't tell anyone else what they already know. <laughs> How about... You're the stars and I'm the sky? She looks out over the ship. Yeah. That sounds fine. I promise to take care of you, Karen. And no matter what happens at the end, I will always have a home to provide for you. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm not really worried about myself. I mean, you saw what happened when, you know, Vera... Uh... I mean, I'm, I'm more worried about all of you than about me. Vera leaves. <laughs> <laughs> it's not your fault, Vera. You're becoming more of a jokester the more you've been around us. Well, I guess your personalities rub off on me eventually. I guess so. What part of you is Vera, though? <laughs> Probably the part that lets me know that we're going to beat Clark. I like that. It's, it's weird. I have this confidence that we're going to succeed, and I didn't have that before. I think that part was Vera's. She's pretty great. Well, you let me know if you need anything else, okay? Yeah, I'll, um, I'll do that. Alright, does anyone have anything <laughs> that they would like to do on the rest of the evening of the 7th? Yes, but I, I'd like to do it any other channel. Okay. With Moira. So, Levette and Moira are in the party's quarters that were set up for them in the, in the ship. Is she awake when I get there? She's sort of drifting to sleep, but she kind of perks up when you pop into the room. Well, hey there. Well, this is still really new to me. Yeah, so... It's like I'm dreaming or something. I mean, who would have thought that I would have gone from being stuck in a bed to being on a flying ship? This is a really crazy life you lead. Yeah. Right? It's flippy crazy. Are you alright? Yachts! Which punches the wall. I, I, I don't understand. Like they don't see that. I just what? What's going on? I'm just trying to help out. They don't get that. They just care for them. Not Moira leans down from the hammock and starts patting the top of your head. What's? Come on, talk to me. What? I miss it. Oh, I just like you miss it. But I, I, why can't I sleep? Why can't I? Why can't I do my thing? Why is that wrong? Use my friend, though. Moira pulls you into a hug. I'm sorry. This is all really crazy. It's gonna be a little bit crazier. Moira, I have to tell you about some things that might it may possibly horrify you, but I think it's important that you know. She breaks the hug and sort of leans back. Her head's tilted a little bit quizzically to the side. What could it possibly be? You know, I read lots of books, you know. I don't know if we find this in any books. Maybe one book I know of. I have a book that I know. But it's just, it's people play uh, Just kill me out to the end. She shrugs. I'm listening. So, uh, this large fellow that, that, that not Archie, but the other one, I, I forget his name. Uh, he was not with us before, but we did have someone else, this group of us traveling. Uh-huh. And, uh, well, he made a big sacrifice for you. And it's for me. Yes. I never even met this guy. Yeah. What? What kind? What do you mean? I, I tell you everything. Moyle, do you know how long you have been gone? She shrugs. Uh, I mean, it's judging by how much older you look. Pardon, pardon the judgment. I'd say a couple of years, right? It's been nine years. Wow. She leans back. Nine years. And for three months of those years, you are not just in a coma. You're dead. She looks at you, like, suddenly much more serious. What? I made a big mistake, Moira. What do you mean I died? Mosin died. What? It's complicated, but I'm... Levette, don't don't mess with me, okay? Like, that's not funny. I know. 
I know. I told you it's potty flaky stuff. She holds one of her hands in the other hand. She's nervously rubbing her hands together. What? What do you mean I died? Oh, it's my fault. I made a mistake. I, the biggest mistake of my life. I almost biggest one. The shell. Uh, I was doing very well after what happened with the coma. You know, I just moved about for like seven years. Yeah. And I had to sell everything from the family. But eventually I found Antivald out there, and I also was a whole other story to that, but the point is that where you remember how my parents were gone? Yeah, they, they were with your grandfather. Yeah, well, well, your mom was. Did, did you find them? Sort of. I went off to find them. I found all of those people. Except for the big guy, um, because I, I don't really know who he is, but there was someone else with us, a halfling. Well, he, he thought he was a halfling, named Malchus. So your halfling that thought he was a halfling, he died recently. He did. And you said that he made a sacrifice for me. He did. What does that mean? Well, eventually we following all of these crazy things we were doing. We came back here. Uh, my parents were already here, and we found out the machine had been sabotaged, so I thought I could try and fix it. Uh, okay. I really shouldn't have messed with it, it was way above. I'm messing with things out of my, my control. Make a perception check. Yeah, not good at those. Hmm. Oh, better roll. Right. So as you're explaining this, she's becoming paler and paler. Blood's draining out of her face. You can tell that this news is hitting her very hard. Yeah. Shit, I still down. She's not able to vocalize, but she just kind of shakes her head no. Okay, well, I'm going to move towards her to see if she wants to be closer or not. And if she responds with any sort of body language, then I'll uh, put an arm around her as I continue talking. She's sitting in the hammock facing you, and you're standing, so... I see. And the hammock is positioned above the bed, so she's actually kind of above you slightly. She was, like, reaching down and, like, patting you and hugging you before, so... Well, I'll reach up to grab her hand, then. Okay. It's clammy. She's got, like, she's got a cold sweat going on. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sure this is a good to take in all at once. But, um, you know, shall I shot, I kind of broke the machine and he died. And then... So, Malchus, we said... I said that he... We thought he was a halfling, but he was actually an undead creature. What? Sustains on souls, and when you died, he accidentally consumed what was left of you. Okay, Moira, on hearing that, she's gonna pitch forward and sort mm -hmm. of roll off the hammock. Can I catch her? She sort of faints. You can try, yeah, make a reflex save. Oh, reflex, that's not too bad. That's not very good. I lied. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, love that. so she pitches forward, and you try your best to catch her, but she just sort of ends up knocking her head into your head, and it's kind of painful. She deals one point of damage to herself and to you, uh -huh. and she falls to the ground, the whole experience of the, all of this, hearing this, and falling forward and hitting her head, she's just like, I gotta, I gotta get air, I gotta get air. She pushes the door open, falls her way into the hallway, and she yeah, moves quickly to the stairs. She's stumble running as she goes. What did you do? 
she pushes her way out onto the deck and sort of just collapses on her back, looking up at the sky. Her little chest is heaving up and down quickly. Miss Moira, are you okay? Oh my god. That looks really awkward as soon as people see her and she realizes how bad this looks. No one saw you. No, but I came out after her. Yeah, no Uh, one saw you. Oh, no one did? Okay. Sol and Vera are both not there. (laughs) Oh. I'm going to heal check. Okay. Make a heal check, please. That is 18. Okay. She seems to be suffering a panic attack. Okay. Oh my god. Miss Moira, you must calm down. Yeah, that'll help. She seems uh, (laughs) unresponsive to your command. I'm going to, like... Hold her head up and hold her hand and just be like, be blessed, my arm, be blessed. It's just like the old days. Can't fall. She's gulping at air. What happened? Miss Lavette, what happened? I just hoiled up. We have someone having a panic attack here. You don't really know anything that happened, did you? I'm not going to be the one to explain to you everything I just explained to hell, but uh, I know what happened. And it's about to take him. Mm-hmm. Will she be okay? Yes. Wait. Moira, please. We don't do that anymore, right? But I don't. She sort of rolls to her side and sort of curls into a fetal position and just starts sobbing. I, I think that's probably pretty appropriate. A response to all this. We can talk about it later. Maybe give you a little bit of time to process this piece by piece. I just want to go home. You would go home. Look at your home. I miss mom. She misses you too. (laughs) I'm gonna like kneel down and pet her head. Okay. When you pet her head, she turns toward you and just sort of latches onto you with a really, really tight hug. Oh. Hug her back just as tight as I can. That weak little strength five arms will hug her. Mm-hmm. She's much stronger than you now. It's kind of interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. What? I mean, I know that's weak, but it's just weird sounding. She's <laughs> strength zero. Strength five. <laughs> yeah. No, she Moira. Yeah, Moira's. I mean, a nerd, but she she's not like terminally ill anymore. So it's a new body, new stats. And who says she's level zero? You did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. On check, please. Fair enough. We probably haven't recorded, actually. Oh, I mean, most likely. But, I mean, yes. Checkmate atheist. Cyclopedic combo. <laughs> 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 <sighs> all right. So she sort of latches onto you, and she's shaking. But she's not crying quite as hard. Which is a success. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's gonna be okay, Milo. How good you back heal? When, when can I go home? We have what three more days. Three more days of travel this way, and there will be three more. So it'll be some time. But a week goes by, and the building falls. There's this much to see. We'll get to see the Emerald Forest from above. No. Well, we'll pass. We'll see it from an angle. Sure. Oh, okay. Look, she's led plane this way. She wipes one of her arms across her face to try to, like, wipe her eye a little bit. Do you, do you think we'll see centaurs? 
I, I don't know if we're going to get that close, but we might. How did how did I get brought back? Side eye Petra will be like, all right, here it goes. Well, is it sing? I told you about Malchus. Yeah. He regretted what happened, the early, and he gave himself up so that you could leave again. And maybe a horrible way he perished. At the name Marcus, Petra leans in to the conversation, like really tries to listen in. I mean, you are standing right over top of them both. So. I know, but uh, but he's he wants he's just um, uncomfortably leaning nice, in now. Really oh, close, yeah. definitely like, <laughs> Really fucking close, like uh, glaring. Again, uh, when he hears the name Marcus, he kind of shifts in in his spot. Okay, so that's real. So um, I don't really want to get into the nitty gritty details, partly because I don't fully understand them, and more because it's not important. The important thing is that he made the willing sacrifice, which is causing some of us a lot of pain. And he did it for your sake. I'm going to be forever grateful to him. Uh, I'm grateful that he brought you back to me and gave up everything that ever happened. Does, I mean, does that mean what I dreamed wasn't a dream? I think so. It was awful. Right. I... And not want to hide the truth from someone I care about, so Saudis. Sorry, for me else this happened. I could have stopped so much of this by not being there in the first place, but here they are. She shifts herself over to sit with her back to the wall to the north there. I'll sit next to her. Pat pat for Archie to sit next to us. Archie's <laughs> been like watching the whole time, not sure what to do or say. This sky boat is lady cool, isn't it? Actually, it would be called a ship. Boats okay. are launched from ships like an escape craft. So if this was I, like a part of a bigger vessel, then maybe this would be a boat. I forgot you also were on the... That's why I only learned about this. I mean, like, six times you exist back to and it's just like, oh, I'm just going to copy my life. She has this the faintest smile on her face, and she ruffles her hair. I'm never going to ruffle that hair <laughs> no! Head pats for a little bit. I didn't know it was a thing that like sexual tension people did. Start the I half did. tag. <laughs> what? Moira doesn't have sexual tension with Lavette. What the hell's wrong with okay, you? Sure. <laughs> Whatever you say. We all know. So Moira will kind of just sit there and sort of just mellow for a while. Without talking too much. Yeah, alright, me too. Well, that's just enjoying this moment. And heck, yeah. Okay. Since you're sitting to her right, she is holding your left hand with her right hand, and she's kind of squeezing tightly the whole time. Alright, this moment is awesome. Whatever comes after this and whatever came before this, I'm going to look at this as being the moment that it was all awesome. She doesn't say anything. She just lets the hang in the air. And scene. Yep. And scene. Alright. So, no one else has anything they're doing today. I'm going to go ahead and advance time forward. So... Anything near time? Oh, I stay the night with Alec. Oh, okay. So, yep. so wait, the next you're day? Not, how'd you get off the boat? Oh, well, honey, I'm still on the boat. Well, Vera would come oh. back after three or four hours. Okay. And they would be far more armored. Their skin is far more sclerotized, so it looks... Oh, boy. 
is completely. Oh, like, so you're hot. still you're still boon formed, right? Oh, why would I not be? <laughs> okay, I'm just making sure. Okay, so when Vera returns, you see that Vera's boon form has changed again slightly. Oh hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hmm. Also, I Sorry. have my bag of money. <laughs> All right, so Vera returns, and like I said, the Mellifera's boon form that they're in is much more insect-like than last time. And it was already pretty damned insect-like. But now there's no more visible skin anywhere on Vera. They become completely chitinous. And it's like this shiny black chitin, but like articulated joints in the hands and feet and all that. It is kind of a yellow to orangish hue. It's a gradient. Hmm. Kind of like a honeybee. Okay. And nothing looks too off or anything when I get back. The panic attack is done. Yeah. They're just sort of sitting there holding hands. Gross. I know. Salute. So Vero <laughs> just look and then just head back down. They don't really have much to say. So. Your friend's a bee. Petra is oh, rather yeah, confused, but... You, where do you like... find people like this? How did you meet and become friends with a bee? That is a question I have started asking myself pretty much every day. And in Ville, apparently. <sighs> Alright, so anything else for the 7th? Not for Vera. Alright, so that will put us up to the 8th of February, say around 10 a.m. And where's Petravian spending the night? He is going to stay guard on the deck. He's going to sleep on the deck? He's going to sleep on the deck. <laughs> Alright. Not in his armor. Why did he uh, put it on to take it off? He didn't know what was going to happen during the day. Oh, that's he right. To be you, ready. People, you people take off your armor when you sleep. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Fucking weirdos. <laughs> Oh, you people wear armor, you fucking barbarians, savages. Mm -hmm. Just wear clothes like a normal goddamn person. (laughs) Wait, do you not have any armor on? No. No. I have some magic items that help protect me, but my AC is mostly magic items and decks. 14 AC. is protected by fashion. My AC (laughs) is a giant fucking robot. That's fair. Especially. That's fair. AC 22. Exactly. Giant fucking robot. Highest AC in the party. Anyways, next day? Yeah, next day. Alright, so next morning, who gets up early? Well, that does. Okay. Vera wakes up when they get their allotted amount that they need. Mm-hmm. So they'd be early riser in terms of, like, a full rest. Right. But it's nowhere near Mr. Four Hours over here. Okay. It's mm-hmm. me. Your boy. Your boy. <laughs> <laughs> Petra would be waking up with the dawn. Alright. So, I'll go ahead and remove any damage from the party. Boom, boom. And I'll go ahead and rest Thanks, the party. Karis. You did both. Alright. Party is rested. Okay. Karis is the first one up. She gets up even before the sunrise because she went to sleep earlier than everyone else. And you find her sitting on some crates reading a book in the gallery. Have they heard the soul doing anything or are they still... I think... They're taking a long cuddle session in the morning. Oh boy. Wow. Okay. Such lewdness in this episode. Hand holding and No, but cuddling? they actually are cuddling. <laughs> Disgusting. So Vera will get up eventually if You find Petravian like right. I'm assuming laying down and I <laughs> know he's sitting on the boxes. Just sitting there? Just sitting, keeping watch. They're just watching at the moment. Alright, well if nothing's happening, I guess Vera will Sit in front of the two and just start making tea to start the day. Start the day off right. Karis shoots you a smile. 
Good morning, Vera. Good morning. Do you happen to have any honey for that tea? <laughs> well, I I do. Typically, I don't put anything in it. It's usually more for the bitterness to help with stomachs. But I could add, add some if you want some. <laughs> so passive. That would, that would be lovely. Thank you so much. So Vera will start making tea. When they eventually heat up the tea for Petra, they put in an, an absorbent amount like of way honey. Too much. Way too fucking much like honey. The amount that I put in normally? The, the amount Kenny puts in. Yes. <laughs> so it's about it's at least a, a quarter. A at least. Oh no. <laughs> so that is what Petra gets, is they get very, very sweet tea. So I think soon after Soul would pop out of the dimension that they were in. <laughs> Was the dimension the bone zone? The dimension was the bone zone. (laughs) It was it was a plane of lust. DM Daddy, Levette wants to know if Moira is awake or not. We'll say yeah. Okay, I think so. It's it's a lot to process. I'm going to go get Bulkfest and my belly back. Okay, I'll I'll just lay here for a bit. Okay, I'll try the group. I'm the main room. All right. Ah, Levette, you're up. Uh, Everyone else wanted tea. Do you want tea? I didn't uh, want to. Uh, sure, I guess. Would you it's the same. I mean, if she wants some. Vera checks around in her bag to find more fucking bottles. And she has them. <laughs> <laughs> so she'll make two more for Levette and Moira. How many bottles do you have? I, I'm pretty sure I, I have at least eight in here. What Good morning, Soul. Good morning, Karis. Did you sleep well? But not as well as you did. She kind of gives a sly smile. Soul's face is beet red. (laughs) How did you... Huh? I mean, never mind. She goes back to reading her book. Do I smell? Soul's like sniffing their shirt. Forget I said anything. She chuckles slightly. Does Soul Jesus Christ. Oh my god. That was a net 20, by the way. Explain what you're doing. All right, Vera, you're a druid and you have very good survival. Kenny, describe your character's visual. <clears throat> they'd have to, like, comb their hair with their fingers. I don't think they'd have, like, a comb comb. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. they still have, like, all their clothes on appropriately and everything. But if anything, sure. like, their hair's a little more staticky. Mm-hmm. And with a 34 perception, you pick out a lot of minor details that would have otherwise gone missed. Like, I'm not wearing my gloves, probably. Mm-hmm. The shawl that I normally wear, even though it's normally centered, it's kind of off-center. Very subtle, though. Most of the time people wouldn't notice that. And one boot's a little more slouchy than the other. You know, it's a nat 20 perception stuff, but that doesn't mean Vera actually knows what's going on, so... (laughs) But you notice all of this... You notice all Visual perception, not social perception. Yeah. No, Lovett does not notice those minor details. There might be a smell. Maybe. Rude. I'm, I'm just saying. It's possible. I hope it smells good. It doesn't. What? <laughs> Rude. <laughs> Woo. How dare you? And that's coming from the dirty hobo druid. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Damn. We're never talking ever again. Are you doing alright, Soul? Uh, I'm doing better today. How are you? I'm fine. Great. I'm glad. Vera lifts up a bottle of tea. The molly? Soul takes it. Uh, What's up, Lovette? Good morning. It's just saying. Good. Good morning. Is everything all right? 
I'm trying to find out. You seem more spastic than normal. Okay, I'm going to take that to mean yes. Everything seems fine. Play battle with you. Well, I'm not sure about you. Are you okay, though? I mean, you know, Elsa's is usually stuff, I guess. Sure, I don't know. I'm fine. So, like, glances at Vera with a concerned look and is just like, what the fuck happened? Well, I'd like to roll an insight. Insight check. I don't think that's a thing in Pathfinder. It's sense motive. motive. It's sense motive. Oh, okay. It's, it's I've been listening same. to our old episodes a lot. So oh, did we I used said, to say insight? Yeah, because I used to D and D. The D and D. It's fine. It's the same difference. It's sense motive. I think they changed the name to insight in five E. Maybe four. That is fourteen. Alrighty. So sense motive fourteen on Levette. So since there's no like hard and fast rule here about doing this to party members. I could make a bluff check, but I'm not really trying to lie to them. Right, you're not trying to lie either. So the trick here is that I would like you to take that number 14 and tell Vera what you think Vera would glean based off that roll. Sure. Oh, fuck, though. I don't really know how... I I wasn't expecting to be questioned like this. No, no, at a character. At a character. It's just, what do you think Vera would sense if Vera was to roll a 14 sense motive on what you just said? Because Vera doesn't know anything happened wrong at all. Yeah, none of us do. Vera came back and y'all were just sitting on the deck of the ship. Okay. Well, yeah, you don't... You would, That's why I'm trying to figure it out, because the stuff that you didn't know about is not the stuff that she's really acting this way about. Oh. Gotcha. So I guess you glean that. You glean, like, there's nothing that you missed out on. What are you talking about? She's always like this. Uh, yeah, yeah. You guys seem pretty upset yesterday. I mean, I still. <gasps> I just nat twentyed my sense Whoa. motive. <gasps> Jesus! All right. So you get the sense that Lavette is cautious around all of you because of the yelling that took place yesterday when Karis had a bit of an outburst. That was <laughs> probably what your sense motive is going to pick up. Hmm. Well, yeah. Okay. You know, she seems pretty much normal. Well, that doesn't know if she's cool with everyone right now. Karis, do I smell? <laughs> <laughs> Karis, like, looks at you with really big eyes, and she's like, um... She, like, kind of mumbles and then leans toward you and takes a long smell. Oh, no. <laughs> she goes back to a normal sitting position and just kind of shrugs. Hmm. It's hard to tell... Kind of nose blind right now. Gotcha. Sorry, Sorry the ginger tea is really strong. Thank no, you, no. Vera. Of course. Yeah, we should get that right into the mic. Yes. How does Petra react to the tea? By the way, are they fine with it? With all that honey. Delicious. I mean, it is. He has no sense of taste, does he? <laughs> We're talking about it's probably delicious. It's sweet. Delicious honey tea. That would be hilarious. <laughs> he just drinks it down and he's looking around at everyone to tell if it's supposed to taste good. He's like, yum, <laughs> yum. Anyways, we've got a little bit more time before we get to Dareham. Is there anything anyone wants to do? Like, talk? I don't, I don't know. Does anyone, does anyone need to talk about stuff? Just like an awkward kind of <laughs> silence. Yeah. Karis buries herself into her book slightly more. 
So I, I've been trying to gauge this whole time if she still seems mad or if she's avoiding eye contact. She, she is very like much avoiding eye contact with you. Yeah. Yeah. She's got a barrier of two people in boxes between you and her. <laughs> yeah, which means Levette has to like lean awkwardly and noticeably to even pick up on this stuff. Be like, hello? Can you see me? No. Okay. Yeah, I'm saying the silence is just Hold deafening. Up. Soul is looking at Vera, though. I don't know if Vera's turned away or not, but Soul is obviously looking at Vera. I'll, I'll assume that Vera would probably notice that. Is it, am I supposed to say something? No. I was wondering if you would want to talk with me if you had time today. I'm always free to talk, so. Awkward smile that's more of a grimace. Cool. Am Are I you... doing it right? <laughs> <laughs> Are you all right? No. Never. Not lately, no. I'm great. Do you need to talk now? No, no, no. Take your time. Whenever. Okay. Maybe today. (laughs) (laughs) Soul looks so uncomfortable. (laughs) I like how there's this obvious line between the rest of the group and Levette. Yeah. Well, there's no place to sit. So Levette's probably right on the corner trying to cool on the wall, but it's like, you know, when you try to, like, put your arm against it, it's like, no, that doesn't work either. No, that's not no, it. I figure she just doesn't want to stand too close to Vera, because Vera doesn't like being touched. So she's like, uh, you're the only person that I can stand near, but I don't want to stand too near you. Yeah, and there is these crates that form space in between Karis and Petra from her, so that's that's nice. <laughs> she sure do like her space. I do like my space. Anyways, I'm going to get some fresh air for the day, because... Yeah, fresh air is great. I'm going upstairs. Bye. Soul goes up on the deck. Karis follows. That can't, that can't be good, right? They do something. Soul's upset at me, aren't they? I've barely known you people. Even I can tell they're pissed off at you. Thank you, Petra. You're welcome. I don't see what they have to be upset about. I think that you have been extremely helpful lately. And supportive. And oh, wait a minute. Well... So was very close to Marcus. Do you mean what you said? So you think he was the light thing? Well, if you put it up to all the alternatives, it's the only thing we could have done. I'm not trying to say that it was a good outcome. It... No, of course not. I just tell, tell a bit. I'm not like trying to see if, I mean, they said bringing Milo back was impossible. What's one more? I don't know if there's any way we could bring Marcus back. I can only find out by flying, right? I mean, don't you need a soul to be resurrected? Well, I mean, we sort of took care that one time. I don't know. I, I'm just saying. From my understanding, you also need a body. Not so. Maybe. I mean, I don't know if you'd be able to, like, play that, but uh, it's still a body. But it's not Marcus's body. Garvin's. Does it need to be Marcus's body? Well, I mean, that's who we're trying to bring back. Well, yeah, I know that Malchus didn't really... He wasn't really particular on, on bodies. But, but the I, thing I, is, if we brought Marcus back, wouldn't he just be in the same form he was before? He would have to eat another soul, and that's the one thing he didn't want to do. He at least was able to fulfill that dream. <sighs> Lost souls are a tricky thing. Vera turns to Petra. 
How did you know he was a lost soul? At that, Petra's gonna go hop down and go into his armor for the day. Hold up. Hold up. Do you know Marcus? I do not. Then how did you know? It's my job. Do you have a small book of every lost soul there is? How many are there? Five? Just the one that I know of. Do you have a book on us? I was prepped on this group. How? Vera squints. We will not exactly prep. It is my job to protect you. And I was prepped by the Council of Eden. Of all they knew. Of all they know. What kind of things do they know? Petra thinks very, very hard. At the moment, I'd rather assess the group before I bring everyone up to speed on what I know. Of course you would, and we would, Lazar. You not know anything about us before we know anything about you. But uh, there are six, uh, or there are five of us. That is correct. Just one of you. That's correct. If you want to assess the group, we're all kind of fucked up right now. Assessment over. Damn, (laughs) Vera. I can tell this Marcus meant a lot to all of you. And yes. This Marcus. One moment he's prepped, and the next moment he's just this Marcus. Like, you have no idea. I did not know him personally. I know only of him and what I was told. Do you think that being what he was, given the two partners, he was capable of being a good person? We all have distinctly dark pasts. We all have things that we wish didn't happen but they did and we want to make better and we want to make this existence this life the best we can from what i know of him i would have been proud to fight alongside him so it's a yes though you think he's capable of being a good person anyone that would sacrifice their life knowing that it would likely obliterate them for someone that they had never even met deserves a place at Eden's table. Well, I guess that does that is one thing. I'm gonna go grab my teas while I talk. And kind of brush past him. He is just as crazy as the rest of us. Bringing teas back tomorrow. Can I do a knowledge religion on Vera just Ooh. to see if what I know about yeah. Mellifera and his boon? Her. Mellifera's. Uh, her. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Knowledge, knowledge religion. Go for it. All right, let's see. It's going to be a toughie, just so you know. It's kind of it's okay. an obscure religion. Boom! Wow. Okay. Damn. What are Nat we doing? 20. What is what are happening we doing? tonight? Everyone's oh got an extra 20 except me so far. Everyone, so hold on. Reality's <laughs> ripping apart. <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, maybe it's just all those bad rolls I had earlier. Yeah, maybe it's, it's all just working out, finally. Yeah. All right, Petravian, oh, you were briefed. Ever so slightly about everybody in this group, including a very, very basic overview of Vera and Mellifera. So I'm going to go ahead and give you basic knowledge of Mellifera. You know what deity stands for. They've had multiple groups in the past. And Vera's currently the leader of their church, for lack of a better term. It's actually the high priestess. Yeah, something like that. She's not above anyone. Mm-hmm. Except True. when she flies. Zing. Boom. Hell yeah, beach. Hell yeah, beach. (laughs) Do I know if Eden and Malefra 
mesh, or are they at odds? You would know that every time there is a major cult of mellifera anywhere, it often mm-hmm. becomes violent and is usually put down. Uh, well, it's like it's put cult. down usually by Eden followers. Oh, oh. Well, I mean, it's just that they kind of share similar spaces, so when they, you know, there's the nearest people to put them down. Anywho, yeah, so you know some basic shit about mellifera. Okay. So use that how you will. You're like, you don't seem like a mellifera worshiper. I always thought the mellifera people were crazy cultists with hoods and size. Oh my god. (laughs) 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 And your skin is more chitinous, correct? Not currently. Oh, not currently. Fleet does wonders for the skin. (laughs) (laughs) yes it does Petravian goes over to Veras and stands in front of her and says I know you to be a follower of Mellifera correct? yes that is correct I know of you and you seem to be a very honorable person what is this leading to? let nothing change that I don't plan on it is this going somewhere Petra? History has not been kind to the followers of Mellifera. It hasn't, but hopefully this is a new leaf. I am sworn to protect all of you from both threats outside and inside. Oh. Vera is confused by this. Given the uh, knowledge of the cults going violent, Petra is thinking there has to be a reason why they went violent. So if it's an influence of Mellifera and Vera goes cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs and starts scything everyone, Petra would try to put her down. Are you implying something, Petra? Do nothing to jeopardize this mission. Excuse me? <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know. This is why Levette left the room. She's like, I'm not gonna be here for this beatdown. <laughs> Believe me when to... I tell you I will not be the dead weight here. I've <laughs> been at this for a while. You're the one who has to prove yourself. Mic drop. Just let me do my job and don't put a knife in my back. No, it wouldn't be a knife. And he's standing with his hammer. The bees would start coming out of Vera's apiary and you wouldn't be able to hit. And Vera will walk away. Hey guys, do you actually have any honey? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Vera walking to? Up or down? Up. Oh. I should have one. Okay. Nice. 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 I like the tension. Yeah. I like Vera being mean. Yeah, that's good stuff. <laughs> Seriously. I don't know. I mean, was that Vera being mean? That sounded to me like Petra, like, just threatening Vera. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's good stuff. All right. Yeah. So, uh, anyone else have anything to do on the 8th of February? Petra's going to do a prayer to Eden, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Heels trying to get his soul recognized. Hey. I mean, I'm not, not sure what you're trying to do, but okay. No, just usual communing with Eden as you do. Yeah, you, you, uh, as you I do, do that as, at dawn, you said. Did I do it at dawn? I, mean, that's I thought you what, woke up at dawn. Yeah, but I mean, that's what oh, you okay. spells, right? Yeah, that's what Eden I, clerics okay. do at dawn, so I figured you'd already done that for the day. I guess I had forgotten. This isn't Marcus. <laughs> Yeah. This isn't Marcus. He doesn't Marcus. need to do wisdom checks to find yeah. out if he's going to be saved or not. You got to find good. out if he has a soul. Yeah, he, he, he's already in. He's part of the clergy. <laughs> you don't have to do uh, this every day anymore. Mildly sad, but yes, you're absolutely and, right. 
Petra had a solid, like, three points from Vera, like, out of 100. Yeah, and now it's back to zero. Now it's, like, negative 50. Oh. Yeah, that was a relationship-damaging conversation. Yeah, really, though. I saw it in The Sims. Like, it yeah. went straight to, like, red. the red. It's a, yeah. it's a red plum bomb. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was not up there to hear all that stuff going on the other day with Karis and stuff. Mm-hmm. Archie was, and I'm going to talk to my receiver while I'm in the room with Moira and ask him if I missed anything Also, I should know about it. Did Lavette hear any of that? That's a good question. Lavette, did you hear any of that exchange between Vera and uh, Petra? Can I have? Make a perception check. That's a 14 for the nah, podcast. 14, yeah. Not really. Maybe you heard some muffled noises, but nothing I figured we probably saw enough at the end there to piece together the gist of it. Anyone have any other things they want to do on the 8th or 9th? Well, I, I just wanted yeah. to talk to Vera really quick. First of all, I would like to say that Vera comes out and the bottom of their hood, like where it's the back of their neck in that, yeah. is basically crawling with bees. Ew. Like, because of the agitation. Yeah. And her eyes definitely just twitching. Soul looks uncomfortable. Is everything hey, okay? It's fine. You said you wanted to talk about something. Yeah, uh-huh. I don't know if I want to talk to you like this. Just give me, give me an hour, okay? Okay, yeah. You're good. Like what? <laughs> Soul just like looks awkwardly at Karis and just exchanges a look of what the fuck? Yeah, the same look is on Karis' face. <laughs> These siblings. I know, right? It wasn't love at this time. <laughs> so after that. After some time that Vera yeah. can steam off. Yep. Bees are gone. Back into the apiary. How you feeling, buddy? I'm fine. You said you wanted to talk about something. Is that correct? I just wanted to get some things off my chest. Okay. I understand your point of view most of the time, but I wanted to let you know that I'm upset with you. What What did I do? Soul kind of bites their lip. I wouldn't have agreed to have let Marcus die if you weren't in on it. But I trusted your opinions, so I listened. And you regret that? Yes, I'm sorry. Why do you have to apologize for that? Because I believe you've gone through enough hardships in your life, even if you haven't told me, to where I feel like you should be given some slack at this point. Did you want to say this and have me not say anything, or...? You're welcome to say anything. I will always listen. What is the alternative that we would have done? Soul has a sad smile. I don't know. I just didn't like the way he died. I don't think there's a way that we could have done it where it wouldn't be upsetting for any of us. Soul's fiddling with their hands and looking down at them. Karis is actually doing a very similar thing. Again, I understand your standpoint, and I'm just trying to say that it hurts. And I can't help but feel upset towards... You and Lavette. I went along with it too, Soul. I know. I even thought it was a good idea for a long time. But for what it's worth, I think Vera's right. I don't think there's any of us that aren't hurting from this, Soul. Soul looks like they relax a little. Okay. I just... He was a good person, Soul. I wish there could have been another way. At least this way, his death was for something. In a way, extremely 
lucky to have the chance to rectify something that he regretted. It's <laughs> kind of wonderful in that aspect. I have a question. Is it weird if I hate Moira? I don't think it's unnatural. Definitely not her fault. I know. I just I feel so angry when I look at her. So I'm avoiding her. Well, eventually we'll have to have her sent home. It's true. For our own safety. I'm not really looking forward to going to a different world, guys. Vera slightly laughs. <laughs> I don't think any of us are. I wonder what it will be like. I just hope it goes easier than what things have been happening like lately. <sighs> if it's like lately, it should be a walk in the park. Soul sadly smiles and nods. Sorry, I just wanted to get that off my chest. But I hope you'll be able to forgive me, Vera. I don't mean to be upset. It's just what I'm feeling. You cared a lot. I can't judge you for that. Thank you. Also, I should probably tell you guys something. Vera's eyebrow raises. I've kind of been away a lot of evenings and stuff. <clears throat> As Petra <laughs> walks by, the bees start rising onto Vera's shoulders. Soul raises their eyebrows at this reaction. Petra, get the fuck away from Vera. <laughs> Soul just turns like a mama bear at him. Jeez. <laughs> moves to stand between Vera and Petra at all times. Sorry about that. Anyways, so I've been gone most evenings, and I just wanted to let you know that I've been safe and well taken care of during the evenings, and I always come back in the morning. Karis giggles slightly. Karis. Sorry. <laughs> Didn't you normally do this? I mean, sometimes I did. But since we've been on the ship, it's been, like, every night. <clears throat> I mean, you're free to sleep wherever you want. Yeah, I just wanted to let you know that I'm safe, so you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> alright, alright. That's all! Yep, that's it. That's it. Did Archie catch all that? Oh, yeah. Alright, so I, what I wanted to do is way more interesting now, because I wanted to ask in my little receiver on my gauntlet. Oh yeah, yeah, that was on this whole time. You you heard all of that. Did Moira hear all that? That depends if it broadcasts loud enough for someone else to hear it. Well, I would say probably not. What the ability is for mm -hmm. an actual summoner is that we can communicate telepathically. Yeah, no, in that case, Moira doesn't hear it, which is definitely for the best in that situation. Well, that was it. I'll to find out at once. What was? Um, I was just chatting with Alchie. Oh, well, that's interesting. Oh, yes, I can communicate with him right here. I'll start getting the nitty-gritty to distract from what I was talking about. Yeah. So did you have anything you needed to talk to Moira about? Probably just spend the days telling her about our adventures and about everybody's personalities and stuff. Okay. Get her filled in. At some point before we get back, I'll probably want to talk to Karis, but it might necessarily be on the same day. Okay. Alright, in that case, I'm going to zoom time ahead, so we'll push ourselves on to the 9th of February, and on the 9th, we'll go ahead and say that at some point, you managed to kind of corner Karis and have a conversation. Um, what is it, Levette? Are you doing any at all? No. She squints at you. Am I doing any better? Yeah. Well, you be dumb. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing just peachy. Is there something you need? I just... 
I don't understand what this is about. I didn't want. I don't mean to invalidate your feelings or anything. I. Well, you kind of did. Sorry, that wasn't my intention. And I don't think your feelings are invalid. I. I, I mean, I can't say I understand exactly how you feel, but. Well, I, I feel like I so. murdered someone that was our friend. That's how I feel. And when you tell me that I didn't do that, when I felt it, it's a little bit upsetting. Yeah, that's fair. That's a good point. I just... I Look, just you, you got what you wanted, alright? Oh, <gasps> damn. I keep telling myself the same thing. And I really feel guilty for that. Well, as far as I can tell, you have nothing to feel guilty about, because you weren't you weren't the one to do what me and Hildegard did, and last time I checked, that's your friend in there, pointing to the cabin. That's my friend right here, too. And I want to make sure she's okay, too. I'll, I'll live, okay? Go be with your friend. Have you looked, ever gone to, onto the dictionary <laughs> and looked up the word oof? <laughs> <laughs> it's not like the buzz of you. You know, head back, I guess. All right. Kind of isolate myself with Moira, become more of a hermit. (laughs) All right. Anything else on the ninth? Nope. Okay. Just dirty looks at Petra. Awesome. So over the eighth and ninth, you guys travel across the continent, most of it at least, and you guys go from Ville to here. (laughs) So your flight path takes you directly over the forest of Cytervale. Okay. If anyone would like to make a yes. knowledge. <laughs> Always. Okay. Which one? Knowledge what? Let me... Geography would be fine. Or history um, would be fine. I'll oh, do history. Help. I'll do okay. history. Damn, I got wow, a nat that. one. I got a three. Oh my I mean, god. <laughs> uh, lore master. I got a 16. Oh, yes. May I lore master this bitch? Of course yes. you may. Lo- Don't call me bitch. Yeah. <laughs> No, this bitch being. Can I lore master this, comma, bitch? That's what I heard. And that's a plus 15, so that's a 35. (laughs) All right, you get a 35 on your lore master. Thank you. (laughs) You're quite welcome. Bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Delicious. So, what you know of Cidervale is actually quite a lot. It's a forest, obviously, it's very primal. Inside is a lot of fey races, but mostly it is populated by satyrs. They are a happy bunch, I guess is the way to put it. They're charismatic and airy in personality. They enjoy music and and the funner things in life. It's an interesting place, full of strange people. Are they more of like Symphonia worshippers there, since they are satyrs? A fair number of them are Symphonia worshippers, yes. Okay. It's a silly place, Cidervale. It's not all happy there all the time, but that's the, the, the general understanding of the place is that the satyrs themselves are a jovial race. They're on decent relations with the Parthenians. There's a bit of trade that happens between them, but they don't produce a lot of materials. They don't have a lot of like advanced crafts in their forest. Mm-hmm. They do wear clothes, so that is something that I guess they're a, little, a bit more advanced than certain satyrs. Because some satyrs, in certain parts of more primal parts of the world, less advanced parts of fey regions, 
they don't wear clothes at all. Like when you guys were in the the forests in Ville in the mountains. Yeah, they didn't have clothes. They didn't wear clothes. They there wasn't part of their culture there. But Cidervale has had enough interactions with human nations that they've sort of modernized slightly. If that makes sense. Yeah. So they've taken on some human customs. So they tend to wear clothes, or at least some clothes, and they are a bit more settled than their less advanced brethren. Okay. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, roughly. Okay. That's about all that I think I need to get into now. If you guys were going to, like, stop there, I'd probably throw out more, but you're just flying over it. No, we're going to dare him. We're going to go see a queen. I'm going to give her the stupid shard. Send us to a different world, daddy. (laughs) <laughs> Let's not go to Cidervale. It's a silly place. It's a silly place, <laughs> that's right. So, on the 9th of February, the ship arrives at Dereham. And I assume we're going to hail? You are going to hail the capital of Dereham. And as you guys were here before, this is a metropolis. It's a very large city. And the Agile comes in for a landing right there in the center square. Ah, right where we got picked up. Mm-hmm, right where we got picked up. Calcutic is there on the deck, and he bids you all good journey wherever you may find yourselves in the world. Cal. What is it, Soul? About that discussion where you said 300 to take that little one over back. Oh. The mile. Of course. Yeah, I have the money here for you. Oh, excellent. So, 300, right? Yes, 300 would be just fine. I'm going to give him 375. Oh, okay. Okay. So... He'll take the money, and he'll walk over to Moira and go, Ah, young miss! This vessel's been chartered to take you home! And Moira's startled and looks over at Lavette. What? I guess I'm going home now? Yeah, I told you you're going home. So this is goodbye? Come on. I just had something to take care of. Okay. He's happily waving. Well, I. <laughs> I guess I'll. I'll see you next time you guys are in the Sea Mile. Uh, Lavette? Yes? I think you should hug her. We don't know if we're coming back from this. I. Okay. Soul kind of leaves to give them some space. I was trying not to say that about so. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> I look kind of, like, with a grim look back to Moira, like, well, shit. Levette, be careful, okay? We we just got out on the other side of this thing, and I prefer you not to, you know, for you to not be the next one to die. Although I guess it's your turn? She says, like, jokingly. <laughs> it's been my time, though, I think. Well, just come back and see me, okay? She gives you a tight hug. Or a title hug. She turns to give you a kiss on the cheek. Yeah, I'll kiss her. Mouth? Yeah, on the mouth. Like, intercept. You Alright, so you turn to intercept, kiss her on the mouth. Mm-hmm. She kind of, like, freezes for a second. And her face instantly flushes. She doesn't break the kiss. In fact, she's gonna lean into it. Oh boy. Oh boy! <laughs> she runs a hand through your little hair. A couple of seconds will pass. And she'll eventually break the kiss and say, Come back and see me, okay? Okay. Just stands there staring at her for a while, though. <laughs> she looks at you and she gestures to the rest of your party, which is already, oh, like, bye. 
gotten okay. off the boat. Come on. I'll tee away for me. Chase after them. She leans over the edge of the ship and watches you all. At that point, you guys disembark from the Agile, and it lifts up into the sky, makes a wide turn, and begins plying its way to the southeast. In a moment, it is faded from view, leaving the six of you in the center square of town. So the last time we got into the big building, Alec was with us, and the last time I tried to get into the big building, they wouldn't let me. Well, maybe you should ask Alec for help. Behind me? Sitting at the base of the statue of Matilda. Soul rushes over to him. Hey! You rush over to him, and he greets you with a kiss. Oh. Oh, boy. (laughs) I mean, Kyle can see I'm actually blushing in real life. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, it's getting worse. I can feel it. (laughs) Mm. Uh, (laughs) Soul is petrified. I'm blushing now. (laughs) (laughs) The blush is contagious. Soul's just very, like, eyes locked with Alec currently. Well, who needs to go see the queen? Uh, If we're going to see the queen, are we leaving this world right away? He shrugs. How should I know? Uh, Do we need to prepare first? I feel like we should go shopping first. Uh, Could I speak to a certain piece of physical object? She's asking about Buck. Yes, well, I was, you know, are we supposed to talk about that little hill? Sarah shrugs. Sarah looks around. <laughs> Alex shrugs. She she oh. wants to read a book. Sure. Shrugs. <laughs> nice save. Who am I to tell you what <laughs> books you can and can't read? Wait, uh, can you help me find this book I'm looking for? I mean, <laughs> probably I can help you find this book you're looking for. But your friends <laughs> seem to want to go shopping. Well, I mean, we can do both. We've got an evening. Yeah, and By the way, it is join the, us maybe. It is the evening of the ninth. It's about six PM February ninth. So like the sun's just now dipping below the horizon. Also Vera is looking at Sol with the like beginning of the boy boy. Like <laughs> could I ask you a favor, Sol? Yeah, what's up? I know we just got the funds from your father. Mm-hmm. And I think with a little more I could potentially have some more magic imbued into my scythe, as well as pick up some stronger potions for us. How much do you need? A thousand? Two thousand? Three thousand? <laughs> just like... Ugh. Soul leans their head back. Just deep air in. <sighs> this will assist us on our journey. And Soul takes the three thousand out of their own pocket. All right. And gives it to Vera. Sorry. You'll make it up to me. And Zol puts their hand on Vera's shoulder. And they're having, mm-hmm. like, intense eye contact. Mm-hmm. Very, very uncomfortable. And you know, I do have one favor to ask in return. Yes? I want you to tell me why you were beat up when we first met. You don't have to today. But let's consider this an exchange of service. Sol removes their hand. How much do I have to tell you? Hmm. Well, that's a very loaded question. Until you are too uncomfortable. What was that? You were beat up when you guys met? Yeah. Until you. 
until <laughs> you are either too uncomfortable to speak or I am satisfied. It be- it came more mean just because I kept getting interrupted. <laughs> it's far more aggressive than Sol initially intended. Savvy? I made a wrong call and I was punished. What was your call? I hurt people that I shouldn't have. If that's not enough, take them. Go ahead. Soul just looks like they're thinking, but they didn't have any expression of, like, surprise or anything, or even upset. They just look like they're processing. The face on Vera is just straight dread, and they turn around and start going through the market to get Amber for as many spells as they can. That girl's hiding something from me. So, group starts moving toward the markets of hail, and the camera will pan back and fade to black. Thanks for listening. As always, special thanks to Protagonist for the theme music, and Emily Roll for Fantasy for this episode's soundtrack. Interested in following us on social media? Do so on Twitter at CheckPleaseDnd, or want to support the podcast and be part of the Czech Republic? Go to our Patreon under Kanesha. Until next time.